Yes, yes. Good evening. And thank you again for joining Motivate to Elevate for another conversation on my weekly podcast. Every weekend, a new episode is uploaded. So once again, please make sure you're sharing the link with friends, family, and colleagues. If you think it, we speak it. Now, last week's episode was about being overwhelmed. And I know we all have those moments when we want to say enough is enough. But we must stay the course and keep pushing forward. Trust me, that feeling of triumph is one of satisfaction. The road isn't always going to be clear, but that sun will shine again. Now, this evening's episode comes with a little twist. This week is a special edition for me as we are speaking about something near youth development. At the age of 14, I was hired for my first job at a summer camp, which led me to becoming an after-school counselor. I'm now 41 years old. Yes, 41. I'm still a baby. And I have not wavered from the field of youth development. And I think it's extremely imperative that we find opportunities for our children to engage and learn outside of school hours. This can include team sports, um, clubs, volunteer work, or employment. As you know, I always like to share a quote to start each episode. We cannot always build the future for our youth but we can build our youth for the future. I will say that again. We cannot always build the future for our youth, but we can build our youth for the future. Now, my guest this evening, I have known for six months, and we work together at Committee for Hispanic Children and Families. He's a hard worker and generally a good-hearted individual. I would like to say thank you, Mauro, for joining the show this evening, and I'm happy to have you here for this episode. So can you please introduce yourself to the audience? First of all, thank you, Shamar, for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here in the podcast. Um, appreciate you uh, and appreciate this space. It's important. So my name is Mauro Satalino. I'm a um, program director, after-school program director at CHCF. I work uh, in the Tremont section in the Bronx. I've been doing this line of work as... I would say over 10 years wow. or more in different capacities. Um, again, I started also when I moved to the city. I mean, I was uh, teaching since whatever. Uh, but when I moved to the city, I started as a specialist in, in an after school, uh, devoted to music. And then, you know, and that was, I would say, 2005. And then I, I ended up doing this, I ended up doing different roles. And, and and teaching in college too, um, oh, wow. and and it's amazing the, the the youth development or the teaching is, is mm -hmm. the education field is just unbelievable because you get so much happiness out of it. <laughs> mm. No, no, you're right, and great answer, and thank you for sharing it. So I guess this leads me directly to my next question because you mentioned happiness. So why do you do this work? Well, you know, as you know, or maybe the audience doesn't know, um, I was a musician. I, I mean, still am a musician, right? But uh, not professionally. Mm -hmm. But uh, I basically, all my life, I've been a musician. Uh, and uh, for me, music and the learning of music and teachers that I have along the way, right, changed mm -hmm. my life. I believe they have changed my life. 
they were mm-hmm. able to guide me they were able to develop um, my my spirit my 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 resilience and mm-hmm. so many other aspects right um, and uh, so I wanted to give back all of that um, and mm-hmm. I was told, when I was teaching music that's one of the what was one of the goals because music just an excuse for develop the whole self, correct? Mm, yep. Yeah. That going, and I, I thought that maybe just music wasn't enough. I needed to go all the way to get in, immersed in the education field, to be able to be touching different uh, aspects, not only arts, but other other aspects. Um, and that's why I ended up doing this, this amazing work. Wow. Well, thank you. And that's a, a phenomenal answer. And, you know, you, you hear the authenticity within your answer. And I know there's people in the audience that can also relate. And you said something important that there was somebody that, you know, that helped guide you, uh, whether it's a teacher or a mentor. And that's something that's extremely important to find that one person that you can connect to and connect with in order for you to now continue on to do the work that you've been called to do. And I think people that work in youth development, it's it's not just anyone can do it. It takes special person, you know, people that actually have to like children, like youth, like teens, in order to do this work. So let me ask you this. Now, what does a positive youth program look like to you? I mean, for me, um, it's important to, somebody says at some point, just show up. Mm. <laughs> just show up and I, I mean it took me it took, took me years to understand that phrase right just show mm. up uh, to be there for them is just enough sometimes mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Um, especially these days we're, we're getting into this very individualistic society right mm-hmm. uh, we're getting into these um, silos of ourselves uh, yeah. just to having a program want to be with you, they want to share with you, they want to listen or hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. For so many of those kids, that's just enough for them to get by. Wow. Uh, and, and, and sometimes for me, uh, when I see them smile at something, anything, mm-hmm. uh, for me, that's, that would be for them, that would be something that they going to help them move out of dark places or out of those mm. situations. So I don't know if I haven't answered your question, but to, no. to kind of wrap it up, um, well, yeah, we can focus on the acad- academics, we can focus on the activities, but just to having a program where kids are listened to and kids are really taking care of in the, the whole sense, the 360 mm. kind of sense, that for me, that's a positive program. You you know what you said that was a great that entire that entire comment was phenomenal. But something I really take from that is just show up, and sometimes that's uh-huh. what you have to be. You have to be present because you can't. You if you, sometimes kids just need someone to speak with, someone that is not going to judge them, someone that's going to listen and then give them guidance if if needed. You know, I I personally also feel that a positive youth program encompasses individuals that are compassionate, energetic. And like you said, genuinely care about the youth they are working with. There will be challenging days, but your love for the youth will help you get 
through those moments, you know. Now, for all the parents that are raising children right now in this in this current climate, it can be very difficult and challenging. Parents are the number one factors in the development of youth because you are your child's first role model. Do you have any advice or suggestions that you well, would give to them? Honestly, I, I would feel bad to to give advice to parents because mm -hmm. to be just a parent is just something very hard. Mm -hmm. uh, but I always, I'm always uh, I'm checking around and, and making sure that. Uh, to see how the, the how the society is evolving, especially with the pandemic and, and all of that stuff, mm -hmm. and, and and to be conscious that we have grown into a very selfish society, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 I would go and address that all the time. In mm -hmm. uh, address that selfishness and, and try mm -hmm. to escape from it and, and try to teach our children that this does not the correct um, no solution. That's not the correct path to to create a better world. That there's mm -hmm. other ways and uh, the scientifically proven are. In, in, Empathy, they have empathy, they are social. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. and so we should go back to those basic instincts, I would say, of, of no. loving, and, uh, loving and caring, right? And, and sharing and with our families and, and friends and, and, and to share the wealth and to share what we have and to put ourselves beyond, besides ourselves. Wow, that, you know, that, that is important because, you know, I remember growing up in kindergarten and first grade, we used to have nap time and play time. You know, children would learn how to build relationships, how to speak with each other, how to engage mm -hmm. with each other. And now everything is, yes, yes, academics is important, but we sometimes fail to negate the social and emotional piece where people just have to learn to be social beings. And that's where we fall short as a society that exactly. we put so much pressure on. You've got to notice, you have to notice. But what about knowing how to have a, how to hold a conversation with someone as opposed to texting your family member, happy birthday. Why not pick up the phone and call them? And these are things, and these are habits and behaviors that we have developed along the way in our society. But to your, to your point, it's about teaching the children about caring about one another, about being empathetic to each other and caring about yourself because that's something that also goes by the wayside, you know, taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that's extremely important. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, before we do close out of this conversation, do you have any comments or anything you want to share with the audience? I, I would like to add uh, and piggyback of what you were yeah. saying. Something mm -hmm. very interesting. You know, as a parent, we want to give all all possible, right, to our kids. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure yep. they, they, they success in life. So we want to yes. give them all these, you know, uh, we send them to, you know, so we send them to sports, to, to swimming classes, to this, to that, yoga, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to teach them, I don't know, five, ten languages, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if they are not uh, emotional intelligence, all that uh, knowledge will be no use for, for them. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you are not emotionally stable, you can have all this knowledge and you can have all these uh, tools on your disposal, 
but you don't know how to use it because you are suffering. And you don't know how to cope with situations in life. So mm-hmm. then the whole knowledge of that, whatever you have, won't mm-hmm. be, you won't be able to use it. So mm. I think as, as your point, it's so important, the social emotional aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, and taking so you care can, of that 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 area. Wow, you're right, and like you can have the tools, but if you don't know how to use the tools, there's it doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. Because how do you deal with resiliency? How do you deal with when something doesn't go your way? How do you handle something when someone disappoints? Is you're disappointed in something, or when you lose at a sport? How do you react to it? Exactly. And these are skills that are not taught, unfortunately. And that's why to go back to my previous point that our parents or our first teachers. And in some cases, unfortunately, that role model may not be the greatest. So I I tell people, if you engage, if you interact with children, you are part of that youth development. You are part of developing that youth. Um, And that is so important for people to understand. You don't have to be a parent. You could just be a role model. You could be a teacher. You can be a, a volunteer in a program. You can just be a neighbor, but yet you serve as our role model. Once again, Mauro, thank you for joining me this evening and sharing in this dialogue. And remember that we all play key factors in raising our youth. The old saying goes, it takes a village to raise a child. Let's continue. Let's continue to grow and make sure our villages are thriving. Now, next week's episode is going to be a hot topic. Race in America. And I have a professor that will join the show from Mercy College. Once again, I appreciate you because you could be anywhere else, but you took out a few minutes to show your support with Motivate to Elevate as my goal is to spread information, dialogue, and some peace in your life to start your week. You can find me on Instagram at Motivate to Elevate 79. Remember, I am here for you. Have a great week, and please do not forget, let's Motivate to Elevate.